Hello and welcome to Was That In Good Taste, your podcast for hot sauces, hot takes, and the hottest jokes. As always, my name is James. And I'm Chandler Phillips. And please, let's not forget to like, comment, and subscribe. If you don't, I can't feed my five kids, my two wives, my six dogs. And and me. And him. How you doing, Chandler? I'm not ready. I thought I was ready mentally, physically, existentially for this episode, but I am not. Oh, it looks like we have in front of us the Bloodiest Mary. (laughs) So we've never actually touched on Bloody Marys or hot sauce. And what's the reason for that? Because we don't like it. We don't like Bloody Marys. We are not a fan of the Bloody Mary. And now that we've said it three times, she should be coming around any minute now. I said I didn't like Bloody Mary. My girlfriend really got mad at me. Really? She thought that I said that I didn't like her. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's the kind of spicy jokes you're getting today. <laughs> Gross. Uh- so we don't do Bloody Marys mainly because we don't like Bloody Marys. Um, and I love me some hot sauce. And I'm not saying Chandler doesn't love hot sauce, but... uh, I just, I like my spicy in a different filter. He likes it spiced. I like spicy. I like spiced. And I like a a green Tabasco sauce or a Chipotle spice. But I gotta say, the type of spices that you usually fuck with are um, just kind of out of my league. (laughs) I'll say. Like, I, I hate to be a stereotype, but... My tummy, it hurts. So we're going to... It doesn't make it feel good. Poor tummy. We're going to dive headfirst into Spice by playing a little game, Chandler. Is it uh, it a game that maybe our viewers might be familiar with? No. Oh. It's a brand new game. It's a brand new... Well, lots of... (laughs) No one has ever done this concept for uh, an interview talk show before. It's called The Spice Game. I'm not going to find the thing here. We have here in front of us three hot sauces. We have our Tabasco scorpion pepper, which I'm sure is not that hot. I didn't even bother looking up the Scoville units, okay? Which we're going to get into later. Don't, don't, why, don't why, is it, why is it? Is it the type of pepper? or is So it... scorpion is the type of pepper, but the, the ingredients here are scorpion pepper, distilled vinegar, sugar, guava, guava puree, mm. and a bunch of stuff. Well, just because when I... Uh, had worked with Nacho Daddy uh, a while ago. They had a scorpion hot sauce that was flavored with actual scorpion venom. Oh, is that's that's why I asked. My God, who does that? Um, look, if you're if you're open on the Vegas Strip, you gotta have something. <laughs> they also would serve tequila shots with a little dehydrated scorpion on the side, which. I now that I know that scorpions actually shed their skin, it does. It didn't have to be a dehydrated scorpion. They, it could have just been a molt. It could have just been a scorpion's molted. It could have like it, shell, and then I downed that um, with a with a shot of hot sauce followed by tequila. How much did it cost you? Me? Yeah. Nothing. Then it's with me. It was it was, it was uh, comped. The best liquor. It's free liquor. Come on. Exactly. Then we have Elijah's. Extreme Reserve, which is created with Reaper peppers, California Reaper, which is the old world's hottest pepper. Oh, the habanero, the former heavyweight champion, and the scorpion, which is in this. So we got scorpion, habanero, and uh, Carolina Reaper. Yes. Ooh, that's the one that kind of is a little short. Looks like a pumpkin. It looks scary as a motherfucker. Ooh. Then, last but not least, we have. The last dab experience, which is the last dab that they're using at the end of hot ones. You know, no relation. Come on, we can. <laughs> this is an homage to hot. No, ones. it's not. What? It's, it's it's one of the goats of talk shows. No, there's no hot wings, and the questions are nice and mild. Thank you very much. Maybe your question. This but... <laughs> is Pepper X, which is the world's current hottest pepper. It is Pepper X. It's Pepper X Mash, Pepper X Distillate, and vinegar. Um, so it's got the mash <laughs> and, 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 and the, the, and and the, the distillate. Pepper X Pepper, distilled vinegar, Pepper X Pepper Powder, Pepper X Pepper Distillate. Oh, wow. 
can I can I before we jump in, can I tell you a quick anecdote? Please do. Um, I have a friend. His name is Will. He works as a tattoo artist under the name Colossal Mobs, and he has a tendency to do cheeky little pranks. Um, and one time I was spending the night at his house, and I had made some herbally infused uh, molasses uh, gingerbread cookies with a little icing on top. And so we were snacking through these, and we were like, oh, my God, these these gingerbread molasses cookies are so good. And he's like, I love it with just the tiniest little spice. And I was like, well, that sounds interesting, doing a little, like, a spiced gingerbread with, like a like, a little hot sauce or something. And he goes, yeah, yeah, try this one. And I look at it, and there is a pool separating the gingerbread from the ice. It's it's like a, it had a magma-esque no. looking. So what he had had was a, this is when ghost pepper, like right before ghost pepper was everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a similar concoction that was made from ghost pepper mash, ghost pepper distillate, and then it was, you know, ultimately put into a sauce. And that was my first experience with a fermented and mashed hella spicy pepper. Well, you're about to have your butthole puckered because we're going to play a little game oh. that I call mm-hmm. unoriginally and not creatively the spice game. This is how it works, Chandler. Say so We are going to go back and forth. We each have at least three questions, right? And we have in front of us three shots made with Bloody Mary and these hot sauces in front of us going from the outside the inside the out. Inside being the, the least Tabasco. spicy. Yes. And then the Elijah's. The the outside one will be the Pepper X. Yes. But for a little spicy fun, this is a maybe. You don't have to answer your question. Oh? You I can, don't. I can opt out. You can pass. All you have to do is add a little extra of the sauce oh. into the Bloody Mary mix. You can pass and dab. dab you can and pass and dab. Pass and dab. Oh jeez. Now, oh, geez. I think it'd be fun, since I came up with the game, for you to start. Me. Mainly because <sighs> I just want to get it over with. So th- am I asking the question You're going to ask the question. I'm, do I have to drink and then no, ask the no, question? No, you're going to ask me a question. Okay. While, just, while you drink. You ask me the question. Yeah. Then I decide if I want to answer it. If I want to answer it, I'm going to shoot the Bloody Mary well, mix. Well, you have to shoot the Bloody Mary mix regardless. No, no yes. But... If I don't want to answer it, I still have to shoot it. But then you just add a dab to your last. Yes. It's the punishment for not wanting to answer the question. Because I don't like to answer questions. That's He is notoriously evasive yeah. when it comes to answering questions. Like, hey, James, how are you today? Evades it. Evades all questioning. Man, the weather's nice outside. What do you think? <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? Oh, damn it. He got me again. <laughs> So right. I threw him. I threw him off balance there. Hit, hit me. Hit me with the. Hit me with the. Uh, you think? You think I got some sounds going on here? Let's see. No, that wasn't it. Hold on. I think it's this. Yo. Nope. That's not <laughs> it. Wait. 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 Oh, yeah. All right. Um. So I'm. I'm gonna start out similar to our spices or our our hot sauces in a similar kind of uh, kind of thing. So the first first question is. Who is your most questionable cartoon crush? My most questionable cartoon crush. Mm-hmm. Oh, and follow up. And follow up? Okay, I'll take it. Does it make you a furry? Well, you gotta you gotta shoot first and then answer. I'm, I know. I'm looking at it. Okay. Did you, do, you not see me looking at it? They're your hot sauce. Yeah, I know it's, the, it's not the hot sauce I'm what's afraid this of. pause for? I don't like Bloody Marys. I love tomatoes, but just the idea of Bloody Marys just disgusts me. I mean, it's got all the things you like. It's got hot sauce. It's got tomato juice. It's got uh, vodka. Woo! The only thing it doesn't have is an anchovy-based Worcestershire sauce in it. Because I'm allergic to that. Um, Okay. Sound of a little kick. Uh, yeah. So I think, oh, this is not now, but when I was young, I had a thing for Brace Face. 
I was like 13 or four. I was like 12 or something, like 11, 12. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know, the white girl with braces telling her life story about how she got her period and, you know, people in her life like supporting her and stuff. I'll just. And you think that's the most questionable cartoon crush? Well, I mean, I don't have like who's out here like fuck now. The, but the, the furry thing. That's where it's gonna because that's, the, I mean that's kind of where here's the thing that's where I was trying to guide. I've never, you I've never, got, I've never gotten, I've never see, I've never ever been the person attached to like cartoons or attracted to cartoons. Mm. I had like a crush on base brace face, but as <laughs> the I've most gotten, basic <laughs> bitches of cartoons. But as I've gotten older, yeah, I owe fairies an apology. I owe them an apology. I think we. All I do. mocked you. I made fun of you. You slandered their good name. I'll tell you that I was in a room with some furry people. Wait, were they like in? And they were they were fur suiting. Uh huh. And they were mer suiting. They were uh, having adult time. Mm-hmm. It's pretty hot. I mean, it was actually so hot that this is the spicy part. I thought to myself. Damn, the furry community sounds kind of cool. I get I it. Kind of, I kind of want to participate a little bit. But I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a furry though. That's the problem. You know, I feel like I feel like stolen valor. Mm. If I just out here pretending, where you're just like I'm, I'm furry adjacent. Oh my god, um, Scoville heat units are the measurement by which we measure how hot a pepper is. So I have in front of me a quick little list. Uh huh. It's just so we know what we're cooking with. Bell peppers are at zero Scoville, just for context. Mm-hmm. Jalapeno peppers are at twenty five hundred to about eight thousand. Wait, you said you said bell peppers are at zero? Yes. Okay. Jalapenos twenty five hundred, two thousand five hundred to about eight thousand Scoville units. Whoa! You've had a hot. You've had a pretty hot jalapeno before. You've had a hot jalapeno. Eight hundred. Habanero peppers around a hundred thousand, a hundred to three hundred thousand. I think that this is it. Kind of like decibels, where it goes up exponentially. I don't know, like because uh, I think it does because the numbers like get kind of crazy. Three hundred thousand Scovilles. That's a yeah. lot of sco- like yeah. compared. I don't. I don't. In my head, I'm like jalapenos are or, or uh, habaneros are spicier than your. But also, it's jalapeno. like the median. So like the median hotness of a jalapeno is two thousand five hundred. Yeah. The median spice of a cayenne pepper. Or like a jalapeno is like two thousand, a habanero pepper it's like a hundred to three hundred thousand, mm. which I believe that this is around the one hundred. Now, do you have do you have any stats on like serranos? I don't because they're they're like probably they're like a, a thousand or less because serranos aren't really that spicy. I thought they were like just a tad bit more than a jalapeno. I don't really think. Well, I think they're not that, that spicy myself. Oh, well, all right. The Elijah's Extreme Regret Reserve is clocked at being at 999,000 plus Scoville units. That's a lot of Scovilles. The Pepper X. Uh-huh. Not yet. I only did that just so, just so you would be afraid so that you can enjoy the, the Tabasco once you feel the heat. Mm-hmm. I do love I I like I like your your average everyday Tabasco Cholula. I love my favorite my favorite hot sauce is uh the Green Dragon sauce at I love, Trader I love Joe's. That. I love I that. You know, their anti-union position not so much but the Green Dragon But the Green good. Dragon sauce pretty pretty good. Also a good Frank's Red Hot. I'm here for um vinegar. Well, Tim, are you ready? I'm ask you a simple question. Mhm. While you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot while what, you what ask. If, what if you say no? Then I'm gonna still dab this stuff into the into the last one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to shoot regardless, right? Because it's it's all going into the last one. No, no, no. It'll go into the one you're doing now. Oh, with the one that you're drinking. Trust me, you don't want to do that. Wait, you don't want to do that. No, no, no. So no. it'll be this one. Okay. And then the so next then, one will be this one. Oh. Then the last oh. one it would be this one. I thought. I thought as per the rules. <laughs> If I didn't want... That's too much like them. Come on. If I didn't want to, then I'd have to just keep adding... No, like, you're out of your fucking mind. If I like abstained <laughs> from all three questions, I would have three extra dabs into this last... Chandler. Yeah. 
Have you ever... Why am I nervous? Have you ever spoken to someone in a way that you regret to this day? That, like, weighs down on you? Like, maybe you said or did something really hurtful to somebody that you just sit in bed dreaming about? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Oh. I think I wouldn't have answered that. Now I'm going to call out. He has oat milk. I have nothing. Oh, that's got a good kick. I like that. And actually, that's that's the tastiest Bloody Mary mix I think I've ever had. This one? Ah, oh, man. I wish I had it in here. Um, I'm, whatever. It's really popular. It's like really, 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 really popular. It's like the number one brand. You know, you didn't flinch at all when you took that shot. I did a little bit, but it wasn't because of the hot sauce. Wow. That's, that's actually... That's a... Just go and drink right now. That's a pretty. It is. That's a pretty good. Answer the question. Uh, look, um, look, at, look, at, look at him. Don't worry. You can get me right after. No, I. Um, I think everyone I've ever been in a relationship with, I probably said some out of pocket shit to. Um, just either one, I thought I was being funny, or two, I thought um, I was being sassy and. Uh, in that regard, uh, there, there's definitely there, there's that whole. I mean, I've I've caught a little bit of an attitude with you before, <laughs> and I've regretted it. I think I'm regretting it now, <laughs> a little bit. Um, but also, like in middle school, I was a bit of a bully to this one kid, and I was gonna tell us a story about how he got somebody to K I L L themselves. No, no. <laughs> No. It was like, and I was in elementary school, it's a bit of a bully. So I bullied somebody relentlessly every day for two years until they took their own lives. I'm kidding. No, but what did kind of make me kind of draw back and reflect was, one, I stopped having class with this person. Because, oh, look, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say they deserved any bullying. But if I don't like someone... It's usually not because I'm just making shit up to to hate on someone. Usually there's an inciting incident in which I'm like, oh, I don't fuck with you. And then from then on, I'm going to be Look who's not answering the question now. And so, mm-hmm. all right, wait, mm-hmm. you, want, you want specifics? I'm, I, I'm waiting. I want to know what's going on. Um, no, I was just a dick to this kid named Adam who like... Uh, looking back on it, I was like, ooh, I was real out of pocket on a lot of things. Um, we butted heads over stuff. We both uh, we both played in the percussion section in middle school band, and I think we might have butted heads over, like, who gets to play what or, like, who's doing, who's doing what. And um, uh, there was just uh, some incidences where I was, I was particularly rude to him. I, I'm not recalling, like verbatim things but like the one that actually keeps me up at night was uh okay this was a time when i was like really into ozzy osbourne and like metal and stuff and he was like making a bunch of paper cranes and so i bit the head off of one of the paper cranes and was like fuck you and i'm like that looking back on it now i'm like that that was just mean that was just mean for no reason and like I thought I was being edgy at the time and I thought all this other shit and it was just like, no, no little Chandler. Fuck you. That was, that was a dick move. And so that's one of the things I think that like all arbitrarily trying to, trying to fall asleep. I'm like, I, I was a dick. And you know what else got me to stop was, uh, someone else, not me had found a, uh, a slip of notebook paper Oh my god. That had a list. <laughs> and He's like, they're gonna get me. No well, now I should be nice. A little bit. Now, now you know what? Now I, I I shouldn't have bullied you, but I found a list. It was like, okay, wait, all right, I'm seeing I'm seeing how the extent of this bullying is going. Here's the thing though. I wasn't at the top of the list. Like I was like fourth or fifth on it. 
And so <laughs> they're going to get him before they get to you. Not even that, but just like ah, other people got problems with this kid, too. Like, I'm not the only one who's clearly has a problem with this kid. There's there's some some other other altercations that kind of precede whatever beef that we have. Um, and then from then on, I I tried to change my ha- my behavior altogether to just be a lot less uh, bullying, um, less less toxic in general. And you know what? It's when I stopped playing sports as uh, as competitively. Mm. I'll tell you that much. So there might be a link. Hey, if you want to be good at sports, kids, bully your peers. That's the that's the moral of the story. You're going to yell at your coach during football? Uh, especially my head coach. And if You're going to bump him? I'm going to bump him a little bit. And, and if he looks like a walrus, he can take it. <laughs> that's, that's what they're there for. That's what coaches are there for. All right. Are you ready for... No. For, for, uh, nope. No, you're not ready? Let's go. But I'm, I'm not ready, but I'm here for it. All right. <clears throat> James. Question number two for you as we go into this uh, Elijah's Prophet dab. Um, what's it called again? Elijah's Select? Elijah Elijah's Craig? Extreme Regret Reserve. Wow, that's a mouthful. Scorpion, peppers, Carolina Reapers, and habanero peppers. That actually, that, that sounds delightful. And okay, so you know how we took a shot of 99 bananas um, before before this? Yeah. I just had a burp with that and the scorpion hot sauce. It kind of tastes like banana peppers. Yeah. All right, here's my question. As someone who's no stranger to the kink community, oh my God. what category or tag in your search history, in your opinion, is most taboo? What are you thinking? What are you deliberating on? Is he, he's gonna throw another. He's gonna throw. Oh, I'm not a. I'm not, it's not that bad. Um, it probably would be very specifically. This I, is, I want to know specifics. This is actually really wild because I'm not gonna name the subreddit. <clears throat> That's probably good. But there is a subreddit on Reddit. That kind of has like a misogyny kink thing, but it's run by a trans woman, and it's and all the women and it's like it's like a it's like a woman run mm-hmm. subreddit mm-hmm. where they're kind of into, but like misogynistic stuff, but it's not really. Instead, it's just like them being kind of submissive, and like it's like it's like yeah, I'm at home with my tits out. You just want to fuck me in the kitchen, don't you, daddy? Like the actual stuff is like really tame, mm-hmm. but like the title is like it's like really wild. It's like dumb monog- misogynistic sluts, but it's like it's like it's like really. <laughs> Wait, does it really say dumb misogynistic sluts, or is are you using misogynistic as a placeholder for like four other tags in between? Misogynistic is the word, oh. but it's surrounded by other words. But it's not really. It's like what? Are- actually, I kind of like it because it's like the women. Like they're taking ownership of their bodies and stuff, and like again, the, the like the main person who made it's like a trans woman, and she's always like talking about how like it's like a space for people to express. You know, to be honest, I don't even go there to beat off. I gotta go there to like see what's happening. Just to be up and like up you, to read, date. you read the comments, it's like really supportive. It's like very strange. You see, like you once in a while, you'll see a post, and it's like it's like, oh, hold on, I'm 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 oh God, yeah, you, I'm have to keep going. Damn it, I didn't want to. You gotta you gotta follow your own rules. Um anyway, oh my god. So pretty much whatever, ah, it's like because it's gross. They're like, they're like, you know, it's like a girl, a woman being like, oh, stepdad, I'm in the dryer, right? And then <laughs> in the comments, it'll be like it's like usually women. Mm-hmm. Replying, being gross, but once in a while, you'll see a man replying. He'll be like, "Yeah, you dumb bitch," and then you'll see under him a reply, in parentheses, "OOC." I hope you understand that this is for consenting adults, and there's actually no misogyny allowed here. 
it's like very it's strange. So if you looked if you looked at my oh, actually that's not true. I just realized what the most taboo thing is. Yeah. And like you're saying misogyny. No, I just realized, and here's the thing. I actually cannot say so. <gasps> oh no. <laughs> I just actually I changed my whole mind. Oh no. Because I just realized that the actual I told you before. Um okay. Yeah, I can't say that on a podcast. No, you can't say that one here. Woo! Wow. <laughs> You had to double dip. You had to double dab for how? I'll be honest. I didn't. I don't think I put enough in the uh, in shot. the actual. Oh my god. Mm. Do you, Do you think mine had enough in it? No. Oh. No. But I'm not gonna fuck you up. I think it just needs like a fucking... just just a time. Well, it's it's got kind of the the yeah. plug the plug on I it. I think now. I was so scared. There. Okay. Yeah. I think I was so scared. Um. Yeah, I just realized in the middle of me talking. Because I realized it once you started. I was like, mm. wait a minute. I was like, okay. We but could I, could I, could I defend myself and say, I wasn't looking for it. It just, it fell into my lap. Um, It fell into your lap? It just fell on on its own. Do you like a finger in your ass? <laughs> or do you, if, hold on, do you like a finger in your bum? If no... Do you reali- realize nothing wrong with that? If yes, do you realize that you're a little gay? All right. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be like it's gonna be no. How's that? That's got a good heat to it's it. It's nice. It's garlic. It's kind of sneaking up on me. <sighs> yes, build it. So, this is a good question. <laughs> One because. Um, I don't know, but it's not, it's not because (laughs) I have put my own finger in my butthole before. Oh my God. But here's the thing. I don't think I went deep enough to actually hit any, like to, to make it like a, a pleasurable experience, just kind of like a checked off the bucket list kind of experience of like. You know, I hear a lot about this. And and you're in the shower, your butthole's clean. If anything comes out, you can wash it out right there. Bing bang boom. And so I was like, you know what? Now's as good as time as any to try to figure out some things about my own anatomy. And uh Honestly, it just kind of seems like more trouble than it's worth. And I'm not gonna say I disliked any part of it it just like i think there are other means of stimulation that get me aroused more effectively didn't hit the prostate i I don't i don't think i hit the prostate like i only went like two knuckles deep oh my god like i went past the first knuckle and like approached the second one and was like that's actually uh, not that I was gay. That's the most I've ever had. I was just like, okay, where where are we going with this? And and I just I it's again, it's not it's not that I disliked it. It was just kind of like uh, it's hard to figure out something that you would not answer. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty open. I'm a pretty open book. Um. But yeah, like I, and I've also kind of accepted the fact that maybe I am a little gay. Probably not. Probably not gay enough to like put myself out there in that way. It just seems like a lot. But it just seems like a lot. It seems like a lot. Like I've I've been, I've been peg curious for a while. I mean, who isn't though? Right. Like a like a like a, like a little bit. Not a lot. Not a lot. Yeah, they get scrolling. You know, you're looking, you see, it's like, oh, she's hot. It's mm-hmm. like, like, hmm. I guess when it just comes to, like, romance and intimacy in that kind of way, I don't have the same connection, like, with mental arousal in that kind of submissiveness. You feel thrown away. You feel used. Imagine how they feel. Well, yeah, but I feel like sometimes <laughs> that's, like, that's what they're going for. Like that's that's the vibe. Also, oh, no tops could ever get bent over. Look at this guy. I don't think that tops can't get bent over, and I think I think every top should learn how to be bent over. To you know, like 
I, I kind of, I kind of want to get pegged purely for the reason of like, now I, now I know, now I know what it's like to receive as much as it is. But like, I think what actually arouses me is, is, uh, is topping is, uh, I kind of can't imagine <laughs> something about you. I can't even imagine. I, I <laughs> you just seem so. You just seem. You just seem so delicate. Yeah. Wait. Right? Wait. You, you. You can't imagine which which scenario. You topping. I don't know. But also, I can't imagine you bottoming. I just feel like I feel like you're too masked for that. Yeah. But I just feel like you're. I feel like you're too dominant. You're not dominant enough to be like. <laughs> I can't even. No, imagine. I'm not. I'm not an aggressive top. I'm. I'm like a. I'm yeah. Like don't, a, don't you like that? Don't you, baby? <laughs> I'm like a. Hey, we good? All right, back to business. I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> um, are you okay? But, right. Oh, what I did find recently is like there's there's a way to massage the um the pelvic floor without like penetrating. Yeah. And that that's amazing, that's a that's a good time if wow. you can like, like the wow. right right where the you feel like the muscle that connects to your hip bones from the what is it the interior anterior, one of I, like, I feel like I feel like I need another drink. Ugh. Um, there did I did I answer the question? <laughs> I think you answered it appropriately. God fuck. I just I, these. This is actually a question that I've been asking myself for a while, and so to be able to talk it out with someone feels good. And honestly, that hot sauce wasn't that spicy. I think the. I think that. I think this this guy. You should. Get your finger in there. <laughs> no, no, no! Get your finger that's, in there. That's what started this whole. <laughs> All right. Let, whoa! Oh, jeez. Okay. Um, I think it gets because it gets buried. It gets buried under the other flavor flavors. I had to swish it. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Ooh, I had to make sure it didn't get under the nail. Yeah. You know. Woo. All right. Now. I don't need it. Usually, need it. usually at the end of that other companies, they have the thing with it already. Yeah. And then they want you to do a little bit extra. Oh. Yeah. I think I might do a little bit extra. Oh, damn. I need it. <laughs> How you feeling, Chandler? As I shake this to get it loose. I think I didn't need to do that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, Jesus. Uh, okay, there's fine. No, there's no passing on this one, actually. Oh, mm. uh, What's the question? Oh shit! <laughs> I'll be honest. I didn't expect that. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I saw it. <laughs> it was do it, do it. Witnessed. I have I have so many really good questions, but I think this one. Um, how do you view free will in relation to biology, environment, and circumstances of one's reality? What? I'm here for it. Okay. Even given a uh, godless disposition, do humans have free will? <sighs> dum, dum. Hmm. I'm taking a second before I shoot this. That's probably smart. I mean, it's a pretty, pretty action-packed question. I'm, I'm actually really proud of developing this question because I know you don't necessarily acknowledge like a higher higher power as far in like a patriarchal like religious sense um but uh you know it's just there's a lot of, <gasps> there's a lot of outside factors that go into decision making and like is free will actually free or are we still just kind of okay passive sticks on the river this of is what life? I think. Yeah. Um, it all goes by what you define as free will, right? Free will being the ability for a being to do whatever they want within the confines of their biology, generally. 
Mm-hmm. Because humans are distinctly unique creatures, right? What that means for us is our free will extends outside of our biology a little bit, right? Mm. We, we have the freedom to not just walk the street, to walk the ground, to breathe the air, to live the life. But we've also extended our free will into being able to travel the globe, right? That's pretty dope. But somebody else is uh, in control of it all the time. So in the way that free will is, um, is just a way to... I need a second. No, I just need a little... I just need a sip of water. Give me a second. Psych, motherfucker. Yeah, you're going to be fucking crying. I'm I already think, crying. Uh, free will is, I, it's so complicated. Like, I need to know, like, what would you define free will as? Give me, give me a little, what would, you, what would you define free will as? Um, the, uh, yeah, kind of the, the freedom to do what it is in your heart and in your passion to want to do. But isn't th- that's the problem. The heart and the passion part, that's very uniquely human. And I think free will is kind of like, that's more nature. Because you, you can make the decisions you want to make. You can think the way you want to make. <clears throat> there are things that, like, that exist outside of your will. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So the things yeah. that exist outside of your will are not subject to your will. So free will dictates the way we think. And, oh my God. But do you think, um, I guess then I kind of want to take it to like the nature versus nurture aspect because, you know, we do have these psychological mechanisms that dictate the way we do process information and our outside world. Do you think that inherently we're kind of stifled, like our, that our, um, that our spirit is stifled by the confines of our biology. I think that the way that humans are, the way that we operate, um, there kind of are very few things that confine us, right? That's why capitalism is like such a weird, strange thing, is we have the ability, the technology, right, and the will to go into the stars, to create systems that allow us to feed people, right? You know, like feed everyone, anywhere and clothe anyone everywhere so we have the ability to do that and that's like very freeing but people using their free will have banded together with other people to stifle your will that's what i think a lot of conservatives feel they're like they feel their freedoms being taken away from them Mm -hmm. but really they're just feeling the crush of capitalism and they're not realizing it oh but i guess what i'm trying to get at is like do you personally ever feel limited by your own heuristics like, i mean i think i mean you know anytime you get up and it hurts yeah and you do something and you're sore i think i'm very reminded of how limited like my form is and i definitely feel like if i was free of this form somehow that i'd be able to like what my will is mm-hmm. do you want do you want help do you want help to be freed from this mortal cage, to to free you from this flesh prison? Put something in the hot sauce. Do you, Do you want just a? We can cut that out of you. We can <laughs> just get it out of you. We can just get it out. Um, I think that's a that that's an adequate answer to to my question, and I wanted it to be thought provoking and a bit existential. I, I really think about you know, I think about that stuff a lot. I really do. I think about the limits of my body. Yeah. Because we are unfortunately limited by this now, right? And so whenever you hear people like getting upset about like transgenderism or whatever the fuck they'll say, they're really upset because there are like people who are like expressing their will and they're trying to like effectively shed using their free will, the, the societal social concepts mm-hmm. that are like there, right? Because that's like another type of freedom, right? Because like I, I talked about the freedom of, of the body. Right. But like. Well, and then the social power and influence on the body itself. That's 
you know, we're we're working through that. And then eventually we're work through the end. Then do you think would you would you be able to say like the manifestation of God is really just societal pressure? I'll say that humans are very complicated and I am not a theologist even though I'd had an interest in, the, interest, interest in theology for a very long time, there's like a few things that are very complicated. One being the human being's ability to individually come up with deity independent of other societies, like dragons, you know, demons, like c- cultures don't have to connect in order to have like these concepts, right? Uh-huh. So I don't know what causes it because there seems to be something very independent and very uniquely human that creates spiritual creates spirituality. You know what I mean? Like I can't mm-hmm. really point at a societal thing. Cause you would think there's societal pressures and things that, uh, but, but that's completely forgetting the context of it came from somewhere to begin with. And that ability or the, that thing that humans do where they independently create how higher powers or higher authority. But I think it's an intrinsic thing because it's derived from a fear of that, which we don't understand because we're so based on like pattern recognition that we kind of need to come up with mnemonic devices. And I think that's a little Western because I think that because there are, there are religious belief systems and deities where it's like the opposite. It's like an expression of their freedom and joy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think really that's just because especially in the Abrahamic religions, it's all like, you know, make you feel guilty, you know, and God is vengeful in some form or fashion, mm-hmm. you know, in different... We're all sinners in the hands of yeah. an angry God. Yeah. Whether or not it's, it's Islam, whether or not it's Judaism or Christianity or Christianity's spinoffs, Catholicism, they all kind of seem to have the same thread. Yeah. Where at the end, there is like, there is guilt, right? And there is punishment, and there are belief systems out there and deities and gods where <clears throat> that's not the case. You know, there's, you know, sun gods. It's like pure. Like a but lot there's, of always, there's always some sort of of punishment aspect or at least a, a karmic kind and of I'm wondering like, if that's human. That's the thing that I'm wondering. I'm wondering if that's, a, a, a very, you know, I think that independently... Because humans, you look at the world we live in, right? We talked about oh. sticks. We talked about society, societal, right? Yeah. You start one way, right? Mm-hmm. But people exist in their own will. So people came up with beautiful light, like a, a sun, that God, that beams love and light and Lord and everything to the ground that you live in. And then another person independently decides that, you know, if you don't, that that Lord can punish you or might punish you, you know, because it's human and also made up, <laughs> anybody can kind of do, I think, what they want with it. Yeah. But with that said, I think there is something kind of interesting to be said about the um, the tendency for there to be some sort of uh, balancing or like a, a karmic retribution across cultures. And I think that might have to do with a statistical phenomenon of... Um, I forget what the term is, but it's basically everything. Everything ultimately comes down to uh, the mean or the mean, the average. Like everything averages out, and so when you take an account of generations of experiences, there's gonna be this. Um, no matter what direction things are going, if they're good or bad, there's going to be some sort of. Um, uh, uh, balancing onto an average or like a, you know, if it swings one way, it's going to swing the other and everything eventually, um, God, there's a term for it and I'm totally drawing a blank of it, but like just in statistics, it, it always favors reverting back to the average. I have a question for you. Uh, is it the last question? It is. Does that mean I need to take a drink? Chandler, I'm curious, and I actually, we were talking about this earlier, and I'm thinking about like... Wait, 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 wait but just for realsies, is this is yep. this the, the yep. shot? That's it. Okay. I'm wondering, 
very earnestly because we, we joked about it and stuff. But I, and I'm wondering, obviously, we spoke about this off the podcast, and I'm wondering how you feel independently of your, because obviously we fucking know what's happening in Israel and we, we understand that. If you know us, you understand our position. I don't have to fucking defend that. But how do you feel about, how do you feel about having that connection of your heritage being uh, like utilized to like, I'm not even going to be specific about the traumatization of the, you know, how, do, how does it feel to be a Jewish person in New York, not particularly religious? How, how does that feel in a time like this where, you know, I mean, you just know, like, how does it feel culturally, socially? Has it affected your relationship? I'm, I'm being earnest. I'm very curious. Uh-huh. Has it affected your relationship at all with your, your parents or any of the people in your family? I don't because I don't really know about that. So that's been, that's an interesting thing to bring up because I was raised so distanced from the um, <clears throat> from the religion. The only really aspect I had of it was the um, ethno cultural kind of uh, kind of connection. Um, to I somehow gave myself more. I think you had more water in yours. Oh, I drank my water. Oh, okay. Um, so like when it comes to like the the people who oh my god oh, god. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> I told you oh god we got we got like 10 minutes left let's go oh i'm gone okay <laughs> oh jesus mm. i'm gonna be an asshole now mm-hmm. okay oh that it's like sweet, actually. Yeah. That okay. Once, Can I once tell you the milk kind of put the flames out. The pepper X pepper has natural sweetness to it. That's nice, but it has a like, fucking kick like a motherfucker. Yeehaw! I'm sorry. Continue. Um, I've never had a connection to any concept of Zionism. The, uh, the only thing that I guess. Uh, The connection I have is the um, the sense that um, Israel has always been a litmus test for global opinion towards Jews worldwide. And when global opinion towards Israel is bad, it's a bad sign for Jews around the world. With that said, I condemn... <laughs> I condemn free Palestine. I condemn Israel's occupation say, and know, like maybe just don't be anti-Semitic. Yeah, but we b- because of the history of anti-Semitism in the West, it's it's hard to separate. <laughs> well, that's why Netanyahu is the most anti-Semitic person that exists. Yeah, because he's leveraging this fear against his own people doing something very bad and that's going to do nothing but draw attention to really like 20,000 displaced people sorry 20 million yeah and what I kind of get a little I made up the number I'm sorry caught up in what what I'm not even frustrated about per se is it's more just kind of it's it's where things start to get a little nuanced and tricky for me is the fact that the state of Israel exists because it's completely propped up by Western imperialist powers. However, if it weren't propped up by Western imperialist powers, Israel and just any sto- any sort of homeland for Jewish people wouldn't exist and then you kind of got to take you got to blow the situation um but like does do jews do jews need a homeland well that's that's the question that you then have to ask is <laughs> do you do jews need a homeland why do jews need a homeland cuz i think like do jews need a homeland no what jews need is not to be persecuted unmasked by, you know, 
And so why does a Jewish homeland exist in concept? Because only a minority of Jewish or followers of Jewish faith believe in, in Zionism. The fact that like, oh, they need to be in this specific promised area in order for whatever that bullshit is. I don't I don't believe in that, that also, propaganda or that jargon, but Israel exists. A Jewish homeland needs to exist for Western powers because they want a place to deport their Jews to yes, next time they want to do a fascism. Because the real reason is because... Because they don't want to get their hands dirty with having another Holocaust. So, and so they are instead opting for... Israel to genocide their, Cause their I, cause neighbors. It's, cause it's, kind of a, it's kind of a lie to be like that, uh, that you know, Syria or not fucking Syria, fucking Iraq, Iran. Oof, what's wrong with me today? Iran, Egypt, they're not going to fucking spill into Jerusalem and start murdering Jewish people en masse. The reality is, is that. No, that's, that's so 1500s. That's not what's going to happen. But that's the fear. I think that's like used, and I can't imagine what it must be like to be. So, like you know, because like you're you're not like you know Zionism and its effect on you is separate, but also it exists because you're Jewish. It exists because I'm Jewish. Yes, it exists. Wait, so if I didn't exist, then if I weren't Jewish, it exists. That would, that would exists, fix this whole problem. It exists in your life. I think because you're Jewish, but I'm, that's what I'm wondering how your relationship with like your, because here's the thing. This is it's spicy. Um, it's different because you're effectively just a white American. Whoa, whoa, I'm sorry. whoa, <laughs> whoa, hey now, don't be going around throwing accusations as if they're facts. I have respect. Thank you. As you're, as you're like a white American, I think your connection to that's like, could supremely disjointed and completely different. But I also think part of dismantling whiteness in America is to um, draw on and reflect on ethno-cultural ties that but aren't all proceed. But aren't most of the ethno ethno-cultural ties related to Judaism mostly just propaganda by the state of Israel from like from the inception of Israel? The they're they're like the biggest propagandists yes for the state of israel and they they've never done it and like and they've never done it and to be fair they do it the way that a state that exists because somebody ignored them while they were getting murdered and then was like hey a bunch of us will get together and we'll give you this land they you they, <laughs> they literally they literally weaponized jewish guilt and in that way game recognized game so like oh my god He's like, <laughs> like uh, you got to hand it to him. Like, <laughs> you're talking about in the beginning. You're not talking about now. No, 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 no. <laughs> he's like, you know, he's like, I think those Palestinians. Look, if they can weaponize guilt a little bit better, maybe. No, geez. Oh, fuck. They're like dropping guilt on people's heads. I think it's so funny because as Americans, we're so disconnected from the stuff that happens like outside of us. Mm. And I think. And this is, this is the reason why I asked you, because you're a Jewish American whose connection to your Harriet Church with respect is tenuous because it's like, like you go sometimes, it's like going to a quinceañera. You, you went to a bat mitzvah or a bar mitzvah. Well, and even my connection to Jewishness is so disconnected because like, I'm, I'm not even a good Jew. Like I, How much of what you know about Judaism is Israeli propaganda? How much of what I know about Judaism is from a Rugrats special from the 1990s? <laughs> that's that's yeah. a better question. <laughs> but like, I I know so very little about what Jewish religion is like. The only perspective I have is really to know that I have this kind of cultural designation in in the way. That's viewed from the uh, the norm, I suppose. Like, funny story I was just telling a friend about. There was a kid on my football team in high school. We were, we were linemen. I was right tackle. He was right guard. We blocked, and we were both uh, second string. So when we weren't on the field, 
we were mostly on the sidelines the whole time. One day, another one of my friends made a comment about like, oh, Chandler knows about like foreskins. He's Jewish. Some shit like that. And the dude goes, oh, I didn't know you were Jewish. That's fun. My uncle's a neo-Nazi. Like, what? <laughs> and he said it so matter of fact, like as if like they went to the same college type deal. Just one went to the state school and one went to the JC like that. And just like kind of having to navigate Jewishness in response to anti-Semitism. That's that's where I'm operating from. And so when you see stuff that uh, is like, oh, public opinion toward Israel, bad right now. Public opinion towards Hasidic communities due to COVID, due to other things, um, bad uh, right now. It's just it's not a very positive public opinion from my perspective. I'm like, do these? Did they never have to face like casual anti-Semitism? Were they? Because otherwise, you would be doing much more in your power, I guess, to just kind of pass while still holding on to this like fun well, cultural significance. People do that. I think that it's interesting because I feel like a lot of a lot of Jewish people do that, and also think you're in an interesting position because you're in New York. And Which, there's it, lots of Jewish people here. And a lot of different types of Jewish people. And since you're not like a member of the Hasid community, you don't know in reality the level or amount of anti-Semitism that they face directly. Because <clears throat> I think that with, I'm about to say it's wild shit, but not too wild. I think that <clears throat> obviously there have been people who've been assaulted and treated terribly because they're Jewish. Not so much a habit of Jewish people getting just beaten up in the streets in New York. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he, like Jewish people just getting run up on and just getting like murdered is not like a huge thing. Even now in this time of like increased anti-Semitism, it's like people yelling at people. And also most of the anti-Semitism isn't really, it's just propaganda from news about people getting into arguments while they're at protests. Yeah. So I wonder sometimes anti-Semitism is very real, very dangerous. But I wonder sometimes how on the ground, how real it is, because most Jewish people don't live in New York, aren't the members of Hasid community. And so, you know, they're not, they're not usually directly in the, 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 the bullseye yeah. of direct physical or even often systemic it's, you know, from in my experience, it's been more in the way of like systemic microaggressions mm -hmm. than it is like, you know, combative. But there are instances where there is uh, some sort of ostracization mm -hmm. that comes along and um, and just like generally. The, the thing that I appreciate most about my Jewishness is that it's just kind of given an alternate perspective of um, what religiousness can look like. Because, you know, we are friends with people who grew up in um, very, very insular um, Christian communities. And there's there's a type of religiosity that comes from Christian communities from like the evangelical and the Catholics, which only up until like two years ago, did I find out that the evangelical Christians and the Catholics, like I knew there was beef between like Protestants and Catholics, but I didn't realize that like Protestants and evangelicals don't consider Catholics to be Christians. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, y'all are both simp simping for the same guy as a fact. And like, he wasn't even a full God. He was like, he was technically he was a demigod. He was he was a Perseus. You know, you y'all are y'all are fangirling over Percy Jackson right now, and like it just it seems so um, ecstatic over something that's also so derivative. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah. This is another conversation I was having with someone today where when Lady Gaga first came on the scene. People were losing their shit because they were like, oh, my God. Ah, 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 ah. Rumba, rumba, ma. 
and they were like, oh my God, she's she's causing such a scene. She's doing all this crazy like media stuff and it's like just just blasting uh, like like people were just like, oh, this star is so bright. We cannot see straight. <laughs> and I was like, okay, but you guys, she, a lot of what she's doing is just an homage to Madonna. Like it's take like you, if, if you know what, the historical context is for something. I never thought she was weird. She's just doing Madonna. She's just doing Madonna. And granted, she did it great. She's a very talented person. But it was never like, like I, I, I didn't quite get how fervent the fandom was when you know that there's a historical context and a backing that informs everything that they're doing, almost to the point where you can predict what kind of art they're going to put out next and the same goes for jesus christ and it's like <laughs> yeah of course he's gonna wander in the desert for a while because that's what all of the jews before him did that's just their thing that's, that's where you what they do Ooh. you wander in the desert for a bit you find god and then you know satan tempts you a little bit and if you do that, yeah, of course he's going to come back and, like, walk on water. The boy's an Aquarius. He's going to be the water bringer. It's just, it, it just makes sense when you put it in that kind of perspective, historical context. Though, now that I'm saying it, if, if we're taking December 25th, is he an Aquarius or is he a Sagittarius? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Uh, either way, <laughs> navigating reality with a touch of Jewishness, but not enough to like fully propagandize your brain. Because I mean, also growing up a religious is just kind of helpful, I think, in, yeah. in how you understand. Like, wow, they're being crazy. I don't think they should be genocided again, but man, like ugh, they should, should stop. <laughs> like. Hey, you, do you have to have the whole thing? Like, what, Israel's the size of Jersey? And and could you imagine? Could you imagine if Jersey all of a sudden got up in arms and was like, you know what, we're going to take Rhode Island. And people, you're like, know, people in the West Coast don't know that happened. What? 2011. We don't Jer talk about those days. Jersey invaded <laughs> Rhode Island. It was, it was the Six-Day War. So now... Because we have to wrap up. Yeah. I wanted to go through a quick speed round, real quick. Speed round. Do we have to? Do we have of to? The, the hot sauces. We have to. We got to wrap up. Wait, do, like we have to? We have to taste them again? No. Oh, thank God. Just give me. Just oh. give me. Just give me your thoughts. Scorpion Tabasco. Scorpion Tabasco. I thoroughly enjoyed. I would like to have that. Um, I think that would be a fun like uh, rim around. Um, something like if you did like a small rim of the scorpion Tabasco around a shot with like tahini or like a fun salt. Not that spicy. It's it's not that spicy, but it's enough to let you know you're there and you're alive. Elijah's extreme regret reserve, which I think after it has a lot of garlic and it's very flavorful. It's a very flavorful having the little like concentrate part at the cap. Oof, oof. But here's what I would do. I would put that in like a in a marinade. It's it's for it's for chili. Like put yeah, some in chili. I would like that. Pepper X. You didn't even have that much. I had enough. <laughs> pepper X was was also pretty flavorful. I I think, and that's only the pepper. Think about that. That's I think Elijah's sauce was more flavorful, but I think Pepper X the pepper. Yeah, yeah. Had more, had more. It's to like offer. sweet. It's like sweet. Yeah, and it's like a little heat in there. I would like that in um in more of like a, a salsa or mm -hmm, like a mm -hmm. in a guac Ooh. type deal where it's like it's a dip. Whereas this one, I think this would be fun in like in a marinade or like you have you have you, your meat or chili or something that's that's got a nice little soak of this. And then this one, I think, is just a nice little kick. I'd put a dab on a taco, maybe an empanada. One hundred. Yeah, this is the, yeah. Wow, Chandler, this was this has been absolute fun. How do you feel about Bloody Marys? I'm gonna be honest, still not a huge fan. I'm not the biggest Bloody Mary fan, but this is the most I've ever been willing to drink a Bloody Mary, and I've tried a handful. I've tried, I've tried about two knuckles of a Bloody Mary before. Oh my god! 
But I think just going in a little bit deeper this time, we hit the button. Chandler, if people were going to find you, where could they find you? You can find me at Chandler Does Jokes on Instagram and soon to be coming to TikTok. Yeah, that's it. Um, I, I like how that's it. You, you didn't. You, you, you gotta. You gotta do something else. Come on. I'm. I'm gonna be promoting some stand up. We're doing. We're doing stand up. We're. We're hitting mics. I don't know which ones yet. I'm still figuring that out. And of course, you can always find me where everywhere on TikTok at living underscore dad underscore joke, or of course, you can find us everywhere. Facebook.com forward slash was that in good taste? Yep. Instagram. There was that in good taste. Instagram exists. It's just nothing is ever posted on it. Well, then let's fix that. As well as you could always find me at da art of giving up on Instagram.com. Chandler, this has been spicy times. Hot times and hot brews. Hot dudes and hot toots. I'm really enjoying. I feel real tight. I don't know if I can get two knuckles in. As we'll, always, we'll loosen you up. Drinking. Is not required, but it is recommended. Mm-hmm.